0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars and get a hundred dollars at sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot slash w y n n b e t. State restrictions apply.
1: Everybody, Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric, My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. I haven't switched the names up in a while. I'm going to do oh. the old switcheroo here. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good, but like when you switch up the name, sometimes I expect Joel to go first because you say his name first. But I know, Joel never hops in first, so I, I, I did that anyway here. I, I'm doing pretty good. Just had a uh, pretty horrible Philly cheesesteak here in Philadelphia. It was, it was not a good decision to order from this place that had a, a discount. But nevertheless, I was I was pretty hungry and I ate it anyway. And uh, yeah, I'll eat up all, all these picks as well.
1: Jolie, why was this cheesesteak bad?
2: Is that a knock knock joke?
1: No, no, it's uh, it's uh, what we were talking about before the show
2: joke. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent off a of cheesesteak is gonna be pretty bad. No, that's the other and thing. talking
1: about the wine.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, fucking uh, too many things went wrong with that meal. Uh, yeah, he's fucking <laughs> drinking wine or the cheesesteak. I never heard of that before. Order. Anyway, uh, for myself, uh, remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. Ash Wednesday today, that means no more drinking for this guy for the next uh, 40 days, 40 nights as I enter my fasting period. So I'll be extra grouchy and extra critical and uh, generally a lot less uh, fun to listen to. But uh, bear with us. By the time the playoffs return, you'll get your, uh, your drunk troll back. You're just, like je- ten- You're just jealous of my wine because you can't drink now.
1: <laughs> this guy's like 10 times better than Aaron Rodgers. He's going into four days of darkness. Julie's going into 40 <laughs> days of sobriety. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh fuck <geez>. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Aaron Rodgers. Nah, fuck I like
2: the- him a lot better when he's not a Packer.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on a Pat McAfee show, so I get a good kick out of it. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm having beers. My fucking hot-ass Asian girlfriend's prepping dinner behind me, so sometimes you win. It's got to be a good night, boys. I'm ready for a good goddamn show. Uh Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. Uh, uh-oh. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. There's tons of awesome stuff going on. What's going on in the world of sports? We got March Madness right around the corner. NBA is coming up as well as NBA playoffs. Sure, that's going to be buzzing, and the teams that you know are going to win are going to win, and the teams you think are going to lose are going to lose. But on the contrary, we have the hockey playoffs in the NHL coming up pretty close soon as well, and the teams that you think are going to win are going to lose, and the teams you think you're going to lose are going to win, because that's just the difference between the two sports, but tons of other stuff going on, baby. We got NASCAR, we got F1, we got golf, we got MMA, uh, XFL is doing its thing, USFL is about a month and a half away, really excited for that. And you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, read the articles. Listen to the other shows, man. There's tons of good stuff going on there. Uh, the other shows are awesome, too. Like You know, I know our boy Jeff Fox. We give him a hard time. That MMA show is pretty cool. Uh, the NASCAR show was awesome. We talked about it a bit last week. That was cool, too. Uh, Tons of good stuff, man. So listen to him, check him out, read the articles. As well as the baseball season, our boy Ryan with his baseball show, Baseball Money is Fake. Check all that stuff out. Uh, And as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's always popping off. Tons of new faces, tons of people in there, always posting stuff uh, on the regular. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, you know, people are making money. We had a couple, or we had a buddy that hit pretty big on the Ryan O'Reilly the other night, so that's pretty sick to see. Uh, get in the Discord, man. Win some money. Uh, tell us how you're doing and have a good time, bro. If you're not in the Discord, you're losing money, straight up.
0: Yeah, we got baseball season coming up, uh, fantasy baseball draft season in full swing soon, so make sure you do check out Baseball Money is Fake also did have an article out just published uh, from the past hour, I think, on the uh, best MLB futures bets in the NL there. So make sure you check that out. And uh, oh, golly, gee, boys, uh, make sure you leave us a five star rating and review or or two stars if you prefer that. Uh, search for the Hockey Learn podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. It just uh, helps us grow a little bit and, and share it with your friends.
1: Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, OK, we're going to get down to our lock dogs and totals here from last show. Uh Oh. Do you hear that? I hear the sounds of giraffes everywhere. Oh! <laughs> ah! And this this guy riding the giraffe with 3 and 0 oh. Up 3.75 units. Jolie killed it, too. He had a nice bounce back week. I, uh, he's ready to get back in, in the swing of things into motion. He went 2-1, and one, up 1.47 units. I sucked. I went 1-2, and two, down 0.79 units. I changed my total, and that kind of screwed me in the long run. But, hey, we don't make excuses. We just get back on the horse, baby. Ryan, you killed it. 3-0. and Start us off here, dude.
0: Yeah, I was saying I was going 2-1 and one and not hitting my dog. So I'm finally happy to get a, a 3-0 and show here. My lock was my Carolina Hurricanes uh, minus one and a half, minus 125 against the Blues. Blues are just awful now. I think Hurricanes won that one 4-1. One. Classic Hurricanes score there. Uh, my dog. We were all on this. This was a consensus play. Uh, the Red Wings plus 135 at the Capitals without Ovi. They won that one 3-1. One. And then my total: Canucks, Preds over six and a half, uh, minus 125. That was Looking shaky for a bit. I think the Canucks came back with two late goals to force overtime. Ended up being a 5-4 game there. So uh, very happy with my
2: 3-0. My lock was the Oilers, minus 1.5, minus 125. They were actually losing for part of the game, tied for a while, and then uh, they turned it on in the third period, ended up winning 4-2 to two, uh, against the Flyers, who were on a back-to-back. So it makes sense that they tired out. And my dog was the Canucks money line in that that, that Canucks-Preds game that Ryan mentioned already. Uh, yeah, they, they tied it late, 4-4. Thought they had a chance, but they lost in a shootout. Uh, Soros finally made some saves when it mattered. And my total was the knights Blackhawks under 6.5, minus 115. Pretty low event game. Uh, both teams are pretty bad on the power play these days. Just needed the goalies to play well enough, and they did. Uh, who was it was Laurent Boursois and... Uh was the other one, Peter Morazic Both played okay enough to keep this Under six. Snap goals
1: Peter Morazic playing okay uh, Yeah, right the Blackhawks
2: even, They even won that game uh, they t- You I know, know they what? It with yeah. the pulled.
1: They did, and Patrick Kane should have won it In overtime with oh, a yeah. massive clapper With <laughs> .01 seconds left That would have been sick, dude, but
2: whatever We tried the same move too in the shootout and it-
1: I didn't like that, I was watching it I was, I was like, oh, that kind of sucked, but hey, whatever <laughs> It's Patty Kane, who am I to tell him wrong? Um, for my lock, I had those was one that did hit for me. I had the Leafs money line versus Buffalo minus one sixty five. Team went up early. I'm not, I'll be honest; besides a little scared in the third period when we were up <laughs> five one and we started to blow it and end up almost losing. I shouldn't say almost losing, but I ended up giving goals. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but that's just the leaf fan in me, you know. I'll admit it. But they won; they got it done. Brian O'Reilly got a hat trick, you know. He had a big game. That's that's all good. That's good by me. They won minus one sixty five. Uh, my dog, LA Kings money line versus Minnesota. They lost. I believe it was a two one final. Uh, it was one nothing till about like two or three minutes left in the third, and then Minnesota scored to make it two nothing. Uh, LA got one back, but wasn't able to get it done. Uh, so that lost for me. My total. This sucks. I my original bet was Tampa Bay and the over and Anaheim and that I I, I changed it. I sewered myself. I had Montreal, New Jersey Devils under six and a half, minus one twenty. That's why you just trust your gut, bro. That's a rookie mistake. Um but honestly, I blame Lindy Roth. This 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 bomb <laughs>
2: Careful!
1: Just pull this goalie with three and a half minutes left, four minutes left. Come on! I know you down by two against the halves, but like, bro, just take the L and hit the far, or hit the the friendly under. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it didn't go well though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it as an L, and we're gonna do better this week. I got a good feeling, gentlemen. All right. Yeah, and our
0: uh, our consensus plays actually did pretty well last show. I was keeping track of when they went uh, five and three, I believe, including hitting a dog on the red wings and uh the over in that, or six and three so yeah it was, a, it was a pretty good pretty good night overall for us
1: that's okay we'll take that then we've been pretty hot in consensus plays lately all right are we, are we doing uh, ads here are we, are we discussing yeah, just, what were we gonna discuss we talked about something okay this is a good point. So, Ryan brought this up and Joel brought this up a little bit earlier before we were recording and stuff. Um, we don't got to go too crazy into it, but it's been a trend this kind of season so far. Players being held out for trade related reasons. You look at guys like Jacob Chikrin. Uh, I think, isn't Gabrikov and Columbus being sat out? Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard that Timo Meyer might be being sat out, but Joel said that it might have been an upper body injury. Now, this is ridiculous. There's a lot of stuff here that's absolutely like, it's just a bum move, but we're turning into the NBA. Like, we're sitting players just because we're going to trade them. No, man. Like, I get it if you're maybe like two days out before the deadline and say, like, okay, a deal's in the works here. You know, a team's about to pull the trigger. Don't play this guy. But like, if it's just like, yeah, we know we're going to move him, you can't sit. Like, chickering has been out for, it's going to be like two and a half weeks by the time this guy plays the game and gets traded, if he gets traded. I, I don't know. It's absolutely bonkers, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, Chickering hasn't played since uh, February 10th. That was 12 days ago almost a full month before the deadline with the deadline on March 3rd. And like the coyotes did that. And other teams were like, Oh, you, you can just do that and say you're holding someone out for trade related reasons. And now, I mean, Meyer may have an injury who knows uh, Luke Shen is no longer with the Canucks are trying to trade him. I know he's not a big name, but it's just opening the door to these teams, like kind of openly tanking, especially with players like chicken. If they're, if they're top players that have an impact on the game. And yeah, it's, it's like the NBA where it's load management. It's, it's complete bullshit. I mean, you can't force team to play players, but there has to be some sort of, some sort of penalty or, or some way the
2: NHL has to stop this. Yeah. You guys said it all. Uh, I'll just add that it's, it's a slippery slope. And the next thing, you know, uh, players will be doing the whole load management thing. Uh, fans should get to see their, their best players, the players they play, pay the money, the money for, including uh, down there in San Jose, where there's still a few fans kicking around. Um, Partially because of guys like Timo Meyer. I mean, I understand if the trade is like imminent, like in the next day, then you could hold out. But uh, <laughs> not playing for weeks because you're afraid the guy's going to get a, a slashed too hard or something like that. And uh, impair his trade value. I I, I don't I don't like that at all. So yeah, hopefully this is uh, something that is short lived, and the NHL makes uh, short work of this this kind of trend.
1: It's just like if it starts here, where does it stop? You know, like that's that's the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, Just just a complete loser mentality, but on the contrary, how about WinBet? It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet's active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting, as well as same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Only 20 or older and present. They were was available. If you play-through available, if you're listening to a game problem, call 100 522
1: all right, boys. We're heading down. Let's get right into this here. We got a big ten-game slate set for Thursday, February the twenty-third. Uh, I'm excited for this. Couple good games, couple stinkers, but we're gonna go through them all the way. Gentlemen, are we ready to rock and roll or what?
0: Oh yeah.
1: All right. And kicking things off on the docket, first game we got here, the Buffalo Sabres against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself was in Tampa. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 190. Tampa Bay on the money line hanging out at minus 225. Tampa Bay on the puck line sitting at plus 105. The over-unders at seven. Uh, over sitting at plus 110. The under minus 130. I'll get us going here, boys. You know what? I'm kind of... Part of me wants to expect a big bounce back game here from the Buffalo Sabres. They had a tough go against the Leafs, more so a tough first period. Uka Pekka to get yanked in that game. But you know what? I'm still going to fade him. You got to go with the lightning in this game, man. Whatever Tampa is in regulation, I think is definitely worth the value here. Again, what do I always say? Say it with me division games matter. Tampa Bay, 9 6 0 in the division games. Uh, Buffalo's currently 6 9 1 here. Let's face it, Tampa Bay is the better team. They're peaking at the right time of year. And Buffalo's fighting for their lives. So maybe they have more incentive to win this game. But I just don't see it happening. Give me Tampa Bay in regulation, over under. I'm kind of going to lean to the under at 7 to minus 130 here. I like Uka pekka This is a pro Uka pekka show here. Sickest name in the league. So I'm going to give my boy the benefit of the doubt. Let's hope we have an under game at minus 130.
0: Yeah, I think this line is just a little bit too high for the Lightning. I don't think the Sabres should be plus 190 here. Maybe a overreaction to how, how they got handed to them uh, last game against Toronto, especially with that horrible first period. But, I mean, the Lightning, they eventually... You know, took it to the Ducks 6-1, but took them until the uh, second period to score there. So I think the Sabres should be getting a little bit more respect here than plus 190. So I like them there just, just for a half unit sprinkle so far. Uh, the total seeing a seven here is a little bit surprising. Uh, the first game this season was 6-5 in overtime, Buff or Tampa Bay 1 and 5-3, Tampa Bay 1 before that. So maybe you are looking to a to a bit of an over here, but. I'm probably going to stay away from the total and just, and just stick with my uh, Sabres bet.
2: Sure, you could say that the uh, Sabres line is a bit disrespectful. Kind of agree, though they're not playing too well lately. Meanwhile, the Lightning—they uh, are for it, playing pretty well. I mean, they just shelled the Ducks six to one. I mean, the Ducks are obviously <laughs> lesser competition than the Sabres, but uh, it still shows that they're—they they're, uh, mean business here down the stretch when they—they uh, won't they want that home ice advantage against the Leafs in the first round. Uh, they are a much better team at home than they are on the road, so that that means a lot to them, and they they won't take these games lightly. So I do expect the Lightning to win this game. My number is minus one ninety nine, though. So yeah, it's uh, not too far off here. Uh, but I do like the over. Actually, I know seven is a hard one to go over, but these these teams are uh, they're all about offense these days, and. I know Pekka is is okay, and uh, Vasilevsky, of course, he's Vasilevsky, but uh, he's not playoff Vasilevsky yet, and uh, he's been a bit leaky, leaky at times, too. So uh, even at over seven, at plus 110, I, th- I would lean that way if I had to make a bet on this game.
1: Is this the first time we've ever said the word leaky on the podcast? I kind of like it. Definitely not. No? Yeah, you really think so? It can't I think be. we.
0: You guys I just think don't listen to each other when when, when we talk. Yeah,
1: exactly. That,
2: we just yeah. hear 30% <laughs> of each other say so.
1: Um, I think there might be a segment there. You know, is he leaky
2: or is he sneaky? You know? I That's
1: commercial. why
2: That's why you heard that. You heard a new uh, segment for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll keep that. That's an off-season thing. Uh, all right. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Probably one of the better games on the slate uh, tomorrow night. The game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 110. Pittsburgh on the money line at minus 110 as well. Boys, we got to pick them, baby. Uh, the over-unders at 7. Over sitting at minus 105. The under at minus 115. Ryan, I realize I should have gave you the Buffalo-Tampa game. I'm going to you on this game, baby. What do you got for me?
0: Uh, all good. All good. I, I like the Oilers here. Uh, uh, minus 110. That- that's fine. i a to pick them. I bet them earlier today at plus 104 figured that line would move and it did uh pittsburgh just has not been good recently they are uh lost three straight lost four of their past five with their only win coming in san jose who we know the sharks aren't very good and the oilers you know after blowing a few uh few leads themselves they came back against the flyers and pulled that fucking puck line out of their ass for Joel there. um so yeah, Oilers. I think minus 110 is a good play. I think the P- Penguins are going downhill here. They're under 500, just raw wins losses for the season, 27, 20 and nine. Uh, Ron Hextall really uh, showing himself there in Pittsburgh. So I think Edmonton here in a pick 'em. Uh, I like that one, and I, I would lean to the over. I would also lean to the over in the in the first game, but no, no strong play, just like just like the first one.
2: Are you saying that Ron Hextall is like a double agent? He sent there to sabotage uh, your your well, uh, hated rival. He, he, he sabotaged the Flyers first, so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's just breaking everyone. Um, yeah, I, I do like the Oilers myself here. Just a much better team these days. Penguins, they, they're getting Jari back, but he's been terrible so far uh, since coming back from injury, and uh, if they're not getting goaltending, they're not getting defense, uh, that, that means the Oilers can exploit them. Obviously, the best uh, power play in the league, and uh, the Penguins are... They're an average penalty kill, I guess, but uh, in terms of five-on-five, five, they're uh, what are they fourth worst in terms of expected goals against the last fifteen games, something like that. I don't remember. But a uh, point is that they're they're not playing good defense at all. I mean, they could score goals, which is why even at seven, I again, I don't mind the over here. These these are these should be some fireworks in the first slate here uh, between these high-scoring teams. So yeah, over seven. Lean that way, even at only minus 105, just because there's so much avenues here towards a high scoring game, Uh, a long tail to the over, as the the nerds like to say. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oilers all the way here. Minus 110. That's fine. My line is minus 120. And yeah, give me goals as well.
0: Yeah, that's ugly. In the past 10 games, only the Ducks have a worst expected goals against per 60 <laughs> than the Penguins. And over the past 25 games, only the Ducks, Canadians and Blackhawks. So just horrible hockey there in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, those aren't really the teams you want to be mixed in with. eh? Um, Yeah, I agree with everything Joel just said. I absolutely love the over in this game, even at seven. I don't love betting seven overs. But hey, man, like, let's face it. You got two goalies that are kind of underperforming. And as well, neither of these teams is really too strong defensively and all the firepower is up front. So, yeah, the over at seven is very enticing. Absolutely all over that. Uh, I love the Oilers in this game here, man. Uh, This team on the road is absolutely sick. They're 17, 8, and 3. I know Mick David's cooled down a little bit here. But... Jesus Christ, guys, it's Connor McDavid. Like, yeah, this guy's going to light the lamp. What, he hasn't scored in, like, four games or something like that? That's going to change pretty quickly. And I got a feeling that he's going to get it done here. So not only am I on the Edmonton Oilers, I'm also going to be on a Connor McDavid anytime goal scorer here. Now, you're probably not really getting great odds because it is Connor McDavid, but I still got a feeling he's going to tire it on here and he's going to go on a heater for the rest of the season. So give me the Oilers, McDavid anytime goal scorer. Also kind of like the Oilers in regulation, but stay tuned for that play. Uh, and the over seven, baby.
2: One more thing. Will... I know I'm not a prop guy, but uh, look out for Sidney Crosby, too. You know, he likes to uh, play up for these games when these young guys uh, were taking over the league. He used to play. He usually plays his better games against those guys. Crosby
0: Joel still Sto- Joel man. stops drinking for for one day, and he's a prop guy now.
2: Well, fuck <laughs> off. No, I'm just uh, inspired after my David Camp call-out.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> McDavid did, did have two against the Flyers, including an empty netter. Nine shots. Oh, I was gonna worry a little bit about the uh, Rocket Richard, but now he's three goals clear of Pasternak, so hopefully he can keep that up.
1: Okay, well I still like him to score in this game. He's sick. it's Connor McDavid, guys. Yeah. Come on, he's gonna go in a heater. The the dam broke against Philly. Look out now. This is just a this is a wet, soggy damn game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to this NFL time slot again. Here we got the New York Rangers against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus one sixty-five. Detroit on the money line hanging out at plus one forty. Uh, Over/under set at six. Over sitting at minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred here. Boys, this Red Wings team, man, they're currently what? I guess they're-I I thought they were on a bit of a heater here, but still, they are on a heater. They've lost like what one of their past five or something crazy like that. Iserman's trying to get these guys going, dude. With that being said, are they better than the New York Rangers? No, they're not. And if you're going to give me New York on the money line at minus 165, I'm definitely going to take it. It's like what I talked about in the Cal- or Calcutta show the other day. I really like the Rangers. I've been bullish on them the entire season, especially to begin the season. Uh, they're going to start going on an absolute heat here. So give me the Rangers at minus 165. That's not to shit on Detroit, but I just don't think that they can take up with this strong Rangers team. Uh, as far as over under here goes at Six. I'll play with the over at minus 120. You know, maybe we see like a 4-2 game and you get a push or maybe like a 5-2 or something like that. So give me the over at minus 120, but I do like the Rangers in this game.
0: Yeah, I I really want to like the Red Wings here at plus 140, but I I just can't do it. I I bet the uh, Rangers earlier today, I think it was around minus 165. So that's... That's a fine price there, uh, just, just back-to-back losses for them, kind of two tough losses in Calgary, and then at home, they outshot Winnipeg 51-21, just got completely goalied there by Hellebuck. I don't think uh, Husso is going to do that for the Red Wings, despite their uh, recent hot streak. So I think the Rangers here, minus 165, is a uh, pretty good play. Yeah, I'd lean to the over six as well, minus at minus 120. I know Shosturkin has not quite been his Vesna candidate, Vesna winning self, but he's still, still a good goalie. I saw a lot of Rangers fans were upset with him after after the last game, not being, not being able to outperform Halibut. But you, you can't have it every night. So, yeah, I like the over here. I think the Rangers get back on track with uh, with a lot of goals.
2: I kind of like the under actually. Uh, not not I don't love it, but uh, under six plus one hundred just Red Wings. I guess are just scoring more goals, but uh, they still don't have a great offense. It's still pretty slow, and uh, Shesterkin could have a nice bounce back game. You know, he takes those fans seriously. But uh, stronger bet here would be uh, with you guys on the Rangers. My line is minus 170. Just a far superior team, and, and uh, I'm going to keep fading these these uh, Red Wings. I know last game we were on them because the Capitals are also uh, a fade team for the most part. Uh, but for this this one against a uh, Rangers team that were much better than Winnipeg in that game, they just got goalied. I think they they come back firing here and, and beat these. Uh, but uh, Troy, the oh my goodness, <laughs> the they've even messing Rovings. up the name of the, the city Rovings. now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to say the Detroit Pretenders, but, uh, yeah, the Petroit Pretenders. Pretenders.
1: Were... Petroit Detenders. I like that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> here look go. Dan Campbell's going to bite your kneecap off, bro. Come on. Put some respect on Detroit's name. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Holy Christ, Columbus absolutely sucks. Uh game itself is in Columbus, Minnesota on the money line, sitting at minus 180, Columbus on the money line at plus 155. Uh, the over-under is at 6, over-set at minus 105, the under minus 115. Right, guy? Going back to you here, dude. What do you got?
0: Yeah, I, I, I love, love, love the Wild in this game. I hammered them earlier today at minus 157. Now that line has moved up almost 25 cents to minus 180. Bro, nobody
2: bit. wants to hear about your bets. Just talk about the line It's at that.
0: <laughs> Okay, uh, this is my lock for the show. I still take them at minus 180. I would still bet at least two units on this. They're the much better team. They've won three games in a row now. Blue Jackets are just absolute garbage despite winning two of their past three. So the Wild are the better team. They're fighting for a playoff spot. The Blue Jackets are not. So uh, Wild minus 180. And I wouldn't mind the uh, regulation play at around minus 105 as well.
2: Well, I fucking hate the Wild, but in terms of this game, yeah, I do lean to that side (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I mean, my line is minus 203, so even at that early number, minus 157, uh, yeah, that 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 was the disgusting line, but that, that's what happens <laughs> in these games. Minus 180, yeah, that, that's a slightly more reasonable, but I'm, I'm still on that side, like uh, like uh, Talon said, complete Blue Jackets fucking suck, but I know he'll have a different opinion in about uh, 20 seconds when he gets to his stake on <laughs> <in> this game. <laughs> but, that's not but, uh, actually...
1: okay.
2: Are you switching things around? I switched, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> Thinking on the fly. Um, yeah, give me the Wild here. Just a uh, far better team, whatever. Blue Jackets got... You know, they they won a few games for, uh, randomly, but now they're without Gavrikov, too, as he's sitting out for trade-related reasons. What the fuck? And, uh, yeah, so give me, the, give me the Wild. And give me the under-6, minus 15. I think that uh, it's going to be a little scoring fair here, too.
1: You know what? You can say what you want about John Tortorella, but there's no way in hell anybody on this Columbus team would be sitting out for trade-related reasons if he was still behind the bench here. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Minnesota. Okay, straight up. I don't I don't want to spoil it. Somebody on the show might have been considering taking Minnesota for a lock. Uh, and I was, I, I've been I've been having a tough go on dogs, so I was just gonna fade their lock because that worked out for me well last year. But uh, not doing it, I smart now. I came to my side, you can't bet on this Columbus team, dude. No matter what you're doing, do not bet on them, even if they win, even if they win, it's just a bad win, okay? So don't even take that. Take Minnesota, minus 180. That's got to be the play here. Minnesota in regulations enticing. Uh, I, I, I don't know if Minnesota's been scoring many goals this year, they're not, so team total, I would stay away from. Um, but uh, over under here kind of leaning under, man. Like, these teams can't score. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, but then again, Marc-Andre Fleury and Jonas Corpusello have both been absolutely garbage. So maybe take the, I don't, I don't know, Jimmy, maybe take the over, maybe take the under. Maybe just don't bet the goddamn total and maybe just take Minnesota in regulation. So that's what I'll be doing in this game. Uh, whatever that's sitting at as well. Minnesota minus 180 on the money line isn't bad either. So yeah. give me the wild. Let's go.
0: I forgot to mention here, I, I do love the under. Um, in the past 10 games, the Wild have scored 18 goals and only allowed 25. Blue Jackets have scored 24, allowed 28. So, like the under 6 they're at minus 115. And for the uh, first period fans out there, first period under one and a half, at plus 100 right now, there have been five total goals in the last 10 first period for the first period for the Wild. So, love the Wild, love the under in this one.
1: Right. Hey, what a stat! Look at this guy coming out hot out the gate. Um, all right, moving down to the second. Corpusola.
2: Corpus is playing better lately, by the way. So he's okay. uh, he wasn't the the sieve he was. He wasn't he wasn't as leaky as he was earlier in the year. <laughs> so
1: he's he's a little sneaky. Is that what you're trying to tell yeah, me? Yeah. yeah. Or is he? Yeah, geeky? <laughs> is he <geeky>? Oh no. <laughs> all right, moving down to the 7 time slot again here. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Washington Capitals game itself is in Washington. Anaheim on the money line sitting at plus two fifty. Washington on the money line at minus two fifty five. Uh, Capitals in the puck line sitting at minus one hundred five. I think I think Joel said Ovi was returning this game. I, I shouldn't put that mm-hmm. on Joel. I think. I think Ovi might be returning this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, the over put any intel next. on me. I know. <laughs> You're right. You're right. We got enough toilet emojis in the Discord. Uh, the over-unders at six. Over-sit at minus 105. The under, minus 115. You can't bet the Ducks. With or without Ovi, you cannot bet this Ducks team. Uh, where do you find the money? I'm not betting the Capitals puck line either, though. So give me a Washington like, team total over or give me like a Washington regulation. I'm sorry. like yeah, Exactly what I said is what I meant. Uh, the over-under... Oy vey. Yeah, like six isn't much. You got to be able to hit six goals in this game. No, give me the over minus one five. I don't love it, but if I had to lean away, that's what I would do.
0: Yeah, if Ovi wasn't back for this game, I would, would probably sprinkle the ducks a little bit at plus 215, but Ovi's back. The the Caps are going to win for him. He, he, and you're you're taking crazy pills if you don't think he's going to score. So Ovi, dead, anytime, dead anytime goal scorer here, Um Maybe even go for two or three. Yeah, the dead dead, dead bump there.
1: We got to do a dead owner bump. We got to be able to do a dead dad bump. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and I I would lean to the under based off the Capitals' recent play, but that's been without Ovechkin, and the Ducks just allow goals to anybody. I think... um, Zach Bogosian scored his first goal of the year last year or last game against the Ducks. So, you got to go with the Caps here. Uh, puck line minus 105, I guess if I had to bet this game on the side, but just take Ovi to score.
2: Yeah, I remember I, I said the last show that the, the Ducks were flirting with sh- uh, forty shots a game. Well, they've they've eclipsed that. They're at, uh, almost forty one in the past. Uh, what is it? Fifteen games here. So, yeah, fifteen games. So. Yeah, they're getting worse, uh, the Ducks, and their defense is absolutely dreadful, it's historically bad, they're getting uh, bailed out by John Gibson, who's, who's who's been better this season than he was last year, that's for sure, uh, I know the Capitals have been uh, pretty bad too, pretty pedestrian over the past week or so, since the All-Star break really, uh, and uh, Ovechkin's absence has obviously been a big reason why, but uh, yeah, he's he's... He's getting over his uh, personal loss there at home, but I think that he comes back and uh, all, all all cylinders fire in here. He, you know, he could be distracted still and not really into it, but I don't think that that's the way that Ovi works. I think that uh, he'll use this as an uh, escape valve, you know, and uh, pour all his uh, emotions into this game and uh, come out with a, with a nice uh, end of the season here, starting with this one against uh, the easiest competition in the league right now in the Anaheim Ducks. So uh, give me the... Capitals and regulation at uh, minus 160 or so.
1: Hockey gods work in mysterious ways, gentlemen. I think we're going to see that uh, tomorrow night for sure. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in my, I mean, New Jersey. Uh, LA on the money line sitting at plus 120. New Jersey in the money line hanging out at minus 140. The over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at minus five. The under minus 115. Oh, I love... Every time we talk about the Kings, I pump their tires here. They kind of let me down against Minnesota. Every time we talk about the Devils, I kind of shit all over them here, man. And uh, give me the Kings. Give me the Kings on the money line here. Devils are, you know what? They're not as great as home as they are on the road. They're still positive home teams, 16, 11, and 2. Um, like I said last show, and even in the Calcutta, I'm expecting bigger things out of this uh, Los Angeles Kings team here, man. And it's time for them to either prove me right or prove me wrong. So I'm still going to ride with my boys. I like them here. They're 15, 10, and 5 on the road as well. Uh, Devils were 16-11-2 at home. So, honestly, I kind of – I maybe I'm crazy. I I think this should be a little bit closer as far as odds go. But, I don't, I don't know. I guess out of the performance we saw against L.A. and Minnesota, it's understandable. What I do really like in this game, I really like the under 6.5 at uh, minus 115. Phoenix Copley's been good, dude, for L.A. A 17-4-1 record, 2.67 goals against average, 0.904. And the VTEC Vanacek has been solid all year long, man. 24-6-3 record, 2.35 goals against average, 0.914 save percentage. Gentlemen, Boong. Boong. We got an under game, baby. Whoever those under people were was that Kevin Hart that tried to steal my undertaker bit? Fuck, Kevin Hart. We're going the under here at six and a half minus one fifteen. That's goal, baby.. Yeah, game.
0: I, I do like the under here. Um, and I don't really have a strong play on this side. i don't I don't know if the devils are gonna be lose back to back home games after. Losing to the Canadians there, they outshot them 40-17 to 17, but lost 5-2. It was a first home loss in, in quite a while. Kings are only 500 on the road, so I don't quite want to back them at plus 120. But if I had to play a side, it would be the Devils here at minus 140. I think they're just a the better team overall. But yeah, the under would probably be the only thing I would possibly bet in this game under 6.5, especially getting that, uh, that hook insurance at minus 115. Should be a a good battle here between two teams that are kind of trying to prove themselves. Devils kind of solidifying themselves as the non-Miami Dolphins, as Talon says. And then the Kings, obviously, battling for playoff positioning in that uh, tough Western Conference. So lean to the Devils and uh, lean to the under.
2: Yeah, I I lean to the Devils and the under myself. My line is Devils minus 141. But the... These Devils are not not quite the analytical darlings they were earlier in the season. You know, the first thirty games when everyone was uh, boasting about their expected goals for, their coursey for, and all that shit. Now they're in the, like the bottom uh, half of the league in terms of those stats. So it's a huge fall for grace that way. I don't think that they're playing as good hockey. Maybe a little bit more conservative hockey, I think, would be the way to put it. Although they're still giving up. Uh, uh, quite a few chances a game. It's just uh, their goaltending's been a lot better, so it's kind of the opposite case of last year, where they were playing decent hockey and getting their chances and limited chances, but they're letting all the goals in. So, a bit of a bizarro devil here, um, but I still lean to the Devils here. But uh, that's it for that game. I just wanted to say, driving the point of how insane letting in letting uh, forty-one shots a game is is uh, considering the. The shot totals for a game are like 61 and a half, 62 and a half. So if the Ducks are letting in 41 shots on them on their own, that's one uh, two thirds of the, the whole shot total. So that just gives you an idea of how terrible the Ducks defense is. You know that. Plus we're talking about the Ducks defense over the two different game segments here. Uh, so yeah, just uh, banging in the point that the, the Ducks defense is awful, and I guess you shots on goal guys uh, know this better than anyone because uh, i'm sure you're you're feasting on these kind of games
0: yeah and going off of that just a uh, a hockey god play either take uh the, the capitals team total over as high as you can get or eight exact goals in the game oh i,
1: that, that I love that eight play
2: Oh, you, you would
1: <laughs> i do that's sick i'm glad you said that i'm gonna be all over that let's get it all right, let's get to oh, our ads. Make here.
0: sure you uh, check out the SGPN merch store. It continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgillingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodie. Make sure you check out the uh, Sweet Hockey Hockeygilling Podcast hoodies we have. We got hats over there. We got mugs. Anything you could ask for, uh, check it out in the SGPN merch store.
1: Can we get a, like a merch shirt with like a giraffe banging gritty?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I can make that make that
1: happen. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Do you make the merch for us? I didn't even know. No, How does this work? No. Who makes your merch? It,
0: we, we have a, a third-party company
1: that does it. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on to the APO timeline. slot here. We got a Vancouver Canucks against the St. Louis Blues game. Itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Vancouver on the money line stand at plus 100. St. Louis on the money line stand at minus 120. The over-unders at seven. Over at minus 105, the under minus 115. Mr. Meyer, this is an enticing game here. What would you think is going to happen in this here game?
2: This here game. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't see the interest uh, that you do in this one. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's like watching like two rocks try to like slowly roll down a hill as the gravel or gives away below them.
2: Yeah, more like a fucking rock fight or a rock sex or something uh, hideous <laughs> is going to happen in this game. Uh, these teams are, yeah, they're they're pretty miserable. I mean, the Canucks are good for entertainment, I guess. They're always in these high scoring affairs, even though they're they're trying to play better defense. It's hard to do when uh, your your best defender is Luke Shen and he's not even playing anymore for trade related reasons. Fucking hell. Um, and meanwhile the Blues are traded away half their team, and then they're going to get Timo Meyer apparently too. So uh, that makes no sense. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, this this son is a. Uh, Pretty accurate. I lean to the Blues here, though. My line is minus 122. Uh, I think that this... Yeah, the, the Blues are, are a shell of themselves, but that's still uh, better than what the, the Canucks are right now. Um, after losing Horvat, they're, they're uh, capped, and things are not uh, looking as good. And, uh, yeah, but uh, the, the, the total, I think, is still too high. I know I, I've been burned on this a couple times, going unders on Canucks games lately, but at 7, minus 115... That's mm-hmm. the only way I could play this game right now. Uh, I do think that the Canucks will get better defensively in time, maybe not soon, but uh, hopefully soon enough to get under seven goals. Come on, just give us a four-two <laughs> win here, nice comfy four-two win. That's that's <laughs> still a but that's still average goal scoring. So uh, yeah, just just don't go crazy, Canucks. Yeah,
0: th- this game is like the exact opposite of the last one. It's just two two teams that are just fighting for the bottoms, trying to sell things, or at least the Blues are selling, and the Canucks might not be selling. They might be selling and buying, like you said, with with Meyer. But yeah, I, I still lean to to the home Blues here at uh, only minus 120. do still think that they're a better team overall. And then for the total, I mean, I have to go over, even over seven at uh, minus 105. Both of these teams have gone over in two-thirds of their games so far this season. Over the past 10 games, they're each allowing over four goals a game. So I think we could see a a four three five four type of game here with just no defense, no goaltending, just the, the players that are still left on both sides just scoring at will. So I, I like the over as my uh, best play for this game with a lean to the Blues.
1: All right, first of all, I'm with Joel. Can, like, Vancouver games, you should bet the under here. Or sorry, the over, rather, but like, these teams are absolutely terrible, man. Like offensively, they've both been struggling. St. Louis is pretty much selling the entire Ford. So how can you expect them to score goals if they got nobody to score goals? Uh, And then Vancouver, man, they've been struggling. Now, with that being said, I like the Canucks in this game plus 100. But you look at this team on paper. They still got Elias Pedersen. They still got Quinn Hughes. They still got Brock Besser. Of course, they still got superstar Ilya Mikhaev. There's what, is Travis Dermott playing. They got Travis Dermott here. Give me the Canucks, bro. I love them in this play. And you know why I love them even more? The Canucks. That's like a term for Canadians, right? Well, you know what? Even the Canadians get the blues sometimes. And you know what they do? They pound the shit out of the blues when you get sad. So give me the Canucks. A Canadian anti-sad game here. I absolutely love it. Better on paper. Sometimes we all get sad, and sometimes we all beat up on the Blues when they're shit. So give me the Canucks and give me the under, baby. Let's go 4-2, like Jolie said.
2: Mikheyev is out for the year, by the way.
1: Well, God. <laughs> he's, he's, still
2: <laughs> he's still a beauty.
1: He's still a beauty. Yeah. He's there for moral support, okay? All right. <laughs> is Demko play? Is he still gone? What is up with this guy?
2: Who knows? Yeah, okay.
1: Fair enough. It's not uh, expected Hawkins. to be out
2: until 23rd, so he could be playing yeah.
1: Okay, okay. That's interesting. Uh, it's come on, Rick Talk on the mend. That's true. Rick Talkett's is out there sewing up his broken dick just to get that guy back in the pipes here. All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Calgary on the money line sitting at plus 130. Vegas on the money line hanging out at minus 150. The over unders at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Now, I like Vegas in this game. I was weary. I was talking about it before the show. I'm like, if they're playing Michael Hutchinson, I'm not taking the Vegas Golden Knights. But what I'm seeing right now is that Aiden Hill is expected to play. Now, is Aiden Hill a superstar goalie? By no means. I do not think he is. I think he's absolutely not a Hill. I think he's like an anthill, if anything. Aiden Ant Hill. But I'm still going to put my faith in him because I don't like this Calgary team. This Calgary team has been terrible. They don't give me anything to like. We talked about it before. They've been struggling. It's just not clicking. It's not gelling. And, man, they haven't given me a reason to bet them. I know they pushed me a couple times when I bet against them. But still, I like Vegas. Vegas at home is 17-13-0 here. Uh, Flames are actually positive on the road. But it's nothing too spectacular in this game. Um... I'm going with the Knights, man. Like, this is a team that's pushing. I guess both teams are pushing for the playoffs here. Uh, but I I don't know. I, you got to go with the Knights in this, okay? They're at home. They're sick. Uh, hopefully, they get healthy. And I, I kind of want to see Jack Eichel succeed, dude. This guy hasn't made playoffs in years. Get in there. Jackie Eichel's going to have a fucking night. I'm appreciating it. As far as over-under goes, you got to bet the over, man. These goalies both suck. So give me the over, and then give me Vegas on the money line, minus 150.
0: Yeah, when I first looked at this game, I thought, you know, it's a pretty good line. I think Vegas minus 50 is, is a pretty good price. But, uh, yeah, e- even better price with the Flames being on the second half of a back-to-back here. Third game in four nights. They're one and six in their last seven in that situation. And they have uh, not won in Vegas so far in the history of the the NHL here over their past seven meetings there. I guess they, uh, they take a little vacation down there. They don't have much to do in Calgary as uh, – Talon ripped into them a few shows ago. So, uh, yeah, Vegas here, minus 150. Also, just the better team overall. I think they're, I mean, yeah, the record shows it. They're better at home. Flames are bad on the road. Flames have just been awful recently, losing to the Flyers, losing to the Red Wings, losing to the Senators, losing to the Red Wings again. So, yeah, it's it's Vegas here all the way, especially coming off that uh, the tough tough shootout loss to Chicago. Coming back home, love them, minus 150. And I would look um, at regulation to probably around even money.
2: Tough one to call, especially for me. You know, the flames have burnt a lot of my money this year. Ha ha. ha. Um, and then the the Coyotes are, uh, you know, they're they're about to face off here in about 15 minutes. So uh, without seeing that game, it's a little tough. But right now, I still lean to the the Flames' way. My number is minus 124 for the Knights. I know it's the back to back situation, whatever, but that that could be an advantage. You know, there there ain't gonna be no uh, Vegas flu when they're 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 flying up there from Scottsdale. Won't get time to get after it. And if they do, then fuck yeah, the, the Knights are rolling the flames here We are on two hours of sleep. But uh, I don't think that'll be the case. I think the Flames are going to be a disciplined side here and come into the game fully prepared. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to wait before I bet this one just in case it goes up, even though it should be Markstrom with Vladar playing tonight by all accounts. Um, I know neither goalie has been particularly good. But uh, I think uh, Markstrom is still better than Bladar. At least he's got more potential. Uh, And I also like the under six, though, at plus 100. Uh, The Knights are the best uh, defensive team in the league over the past 15 games, at least in terms of expected goals against. Flames have been top 10 in that category all season long, and they're they're still struggling to put the puck in the net sometimes, especially against uh, better opposition. So, yeah, under six, plus 100, and uh, Flames, plus 130, or hopefully better.
1: All right, heading down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Uh, Boston on the money line sitting at minus 165. Seattle on the money line at plus 145. Kind of big home dogs for obvious reasons. Uh, the over/unders at six. Both over/unders sitting at minus 110. Uh, okay, first of all, for starters, I kind of like the over here, man. Like I'm seeing Boston. Why can't they score? But remember who's in net. Okay, I know that. I know that Seattle's been fine. They've been good, but you're playing against Martin Jones and this is the best team in the world, okay? So I don't see why Pasta can't get two or three. Uh, like Ryan brought up earlier, I think he's only three goals off the uh, the Rocket Trophy against McDavid here, so this guy's got to be licking his absolute chops. Uh, and then yeah, just, the, the Bruins are sick, dude. So give me Boston minus 165, as well as give me the over at minus 110.
0: Yeah, this is one of those those games, those lines you look at, you're like, oh, is it a trap line here? Why are the Bruins only minus 165? But I think you still have to take him here. Uh, Linus Almark, who someone in Boston thinks they should possibly trade, should start this one. He's insane this year 29, 4 and 1, 188 goals against 937 save percentage. Even if it is Grubauer, who's slightly better than Jones, it's still a huge advantage in net for the Bruins. They have a huge advantage overall. Uh, minus 165, possibly, you know. You might not want to lay that, but I think I think it's worth it here with the Bruins to probably only get higher as the, uh get closer to puck drop. They've been pretty good since the All-Star break after that uh, one hiccup against the Caps in the first game. They've won four straight. So Bruins here on the money line, and I wouldn't mind the uh, puck line, too, if you prefer a, uh, a little sprinkle on that for some plus odds.
2: Yeah, I, I don't really see this as a trap line looking thing. Uh, if, if anything, it's the the Bruins. You're paying a premium for them here. My line is only minus one forty eight for the bees. Kraken are uh, one of the better teams in the West here, and to be home dogs at plus one forty is uh, slightly disrespectful, I think. That said, the Bruins are just uh, they're just a much better team here, and it's it's tough to not look their way when they're under minus two hundred, uh, except against the truly elite teams in the league. So yeah, I, I leaned at the Bruins here minus one sixty five. Even though you're paying a little bit of a tax, given the fact that they're uh, they're getting all the bets these days. Um, but uh, yeah, I give you the Bruins minus one sixty five, small bets. And uh, yeah, I, over under is a tough one, but uh, I'll default to the under sticks here with the yeah, Kraken goalies playing a bit better and uh, the Bruins goalies just doing their thing. But uh, the Bruins firepower is a. Uh, unhinged these days like uh they, they score four five six goals every night seems like doesn't matter who's in front of them so it's a tough one either way but uh, i lean boss and lean the under
0: yeah i did bet the under here uh under six at minus 110 so that, that's that's the way that, that's probably my best bet for this game
1: all right moving down to the 10 30 p.m time slot here last game of the docket we got the national Predators against the san jose sharks game itself is in san jose uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus 140. San Jose on the money line at plus 120. The over-unders at six. set at minus 115. The under minus 105. Jolie, finish us off here, dude.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, last couple weeks, the Sharks have been my team. Cash on them more often than not. Um, it's, it's just uh, this is a team the opposite of the Bruins. They're not getting the respect. Uh, this is a team that have been playing uh, pretty good hockey over the past uh, 15 games or so. In terms of the spectacles uh, for percentage, they are uh, they are eight, which is a lot better than what they are in the uh, in the standings. So uh, that that explains a little bit there. Uh, meanwhile, the Predators have been uh, really falling apart, uh, the Saros included. Uh, this line suggests that the Saros is a much superior goalie, which he is, but he's not playing like it right now. Uh, he's been uh, middling in terms of his stats uh, over the past couple months. After uh, an elite start to the year, um, actually no, it was more like the middle of the year. He had an elite middle of the year, but then the last month he's, he's kind of falling apart. And if they're not getting the goaltending, they're they're having trouble. My line, I, I I had to adjust some things, so it's at minus 112 for the Preds right now. Uh, after I learned about Timo Meyer being injured, apparently I don't know if he's really injured or what, but uh, he's probably not going to play this game. At least it says day to day, so who knows. Who knows? It's like the fucking NBA. Like I said, you don't know who's gonna play until like three hours before tip-off. Um, but the Preds too. They're they're kind of banged up themselves. Losing, uh, yeah. What did they lose? They lost Ryan Johansson and Philip Forsberg recently. So there's two key centers for them. So that kind of wipes out the team of Meyer absence. If he's any absent, I mean Philip Forsberg might play too. He's day to day, but uh, it's similar kind of case to Meyer. It's an unknown. So, yeah, give me the Sharks here. also like the over, given uh, the fact that the the Preds are uh, very bad defensively lately and uh, their goaltending is uh, pretty mediocre, and the Sharks' goaltending is mediocre at the best of times. Um, and uh, I, I can just see Eric Carlson uh, assisting on two goals and then assisting on two goals going the other way. Uh, yeah, everyone knows my thoughts on him right now. Very entertaining player, and I hope this will be an entertaining game with the Sharks winning and over six.
0: Yeah, I like the Sharks here as well. Uh, plus 120, I think that's a pretty good price. I was all over the Kraken against them on uh, on Monday when Meyer was out and Hurdle was out. They uh, still beat the Kraken for nothing there, so Predators are worse than the Kraken. Sharks are somehow playing, playing well recently, so I think them being home dogs at plus 120 is a uh, good spot to bet on them, even though they're not necessarily a team you're going to bet on very often, but against the Predators team, Like Joel said, with uh, Johansson out now for the season, I believe. Uh, Forsberg out indefinitely. They're missing two top guys. So I think the Sharks will have the edge here, especially at plus
1: 120. All right. I don't know, man. Shit. I can't go with you guys here. I got to bet the Preds. I feel like the Preds aren't this bad. Maybe it's just me being a goalie guy and really liking UC Saros. Maybe there's some players on the Preds that I am a fan of, but like, I Joel touched on it. Like San Jose is playing better hockey, but does it matter? Like these ge- these are meaningless games. Like I don't know. This is dumb. This is just me being dumb. But like, why the hell would you give a sh- single shit if you're in San Jose right now playing for this team? So give me the Predators a minus one forty. Um, I could be entirely wrong. San Jose could definitely win this game. Of course they could. Uh, but I'm going to be on the Preds here. Uh, and then as far as over under goes, I don't really have a lean. I like anymore more. Were, were, were you guys on the over or the under? What did you like?
2: I didn't say anything.
1: You didn't say anything? Jolie, did you say anything?
2: You're going to say the under if I say did, the over. Did you say the over? I said the over.
1: I'm going with my boy. Give me the over in this game. <laughs> All right. If that, if that nerd James Reimer playing, I want to see him get nothing else but his tits lit. Okay, so let me get San Jose to score one goal and Nashville to score six, and let's get it done for us. <laughs> let's go, Preds, and let's burn that little nerd James Reimer. Okay, you know what? I'm sorry. I was kind of distracted here. I just saw that there was a trade, and it's about two hours late. Uh, Do you guys see that Chicago picked up Nikita Zaitsev a second and a fourth for future considerations from Ottawa?
0: I didn't notice they had a second and a fourth. I guess that was a salary dump.
1: Yeah, so exactly. Now, does that make you think that maybe Ottawa's trying to make a trade and pick somebody up here? Has to be. Meyer
0: Meyer could fit fit there pretty well. With, and he uh, has term. With the best player from the 2020 draft, uh, Tim Stutzel there as well.
2: And I saw that uh, Arizona just uh, picked up another al- elite alum in Shea Weber.
1: Yeah. Yes. Did they actually? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Him and Datsuk are going to be sick together. Yeah, that's the
2: uh, best 45-year-old team uh, in the league.
0: Him sick. and Pronger, top pair. I mean, insane.
2: There you go.
1: <laughs> Dude, honestly, like... I wouldn't be surprised if the Sens are trying to make, like, a big deal here, though, dude. Like, that's a cap dump. As it stands, they currently have $4.9 million in cash space. That isn't including the Shedding of Nikita Zaitsev's contract. And I think he was making, like, uh, $4 million or something through seven years. Thank you, Lou Lamorello. Uh, yeah, Dubas is the problem, though. Um, but, uh, like, dude, if Timo Meyer went to Ottawa, that would be kind of sick. I'm just saying. <laughs> um okay enough speculation we're gonna move into lock dogs and totals here uh current standings ryan's absolutely killing it this guy's been on fire as of last show he's been uh he's been kind of carrying the pod here he is currently 46 and 39 on the record he's up 4.26 units uh oh fuck i forgot consensus plays didn't i okay go consensus plays i'll come back to this my bad
0: Uh we got the over seven we leaned that way in the sabers lightning game at plus 110 uh, Oilers, minus 110 in Pittsburgh, as well as the over 7, minus 105 there. The Rangers, minus 165 in Detroit. Uh, the Wild, minus 180 in Columbus. and the under 6 in that game, minus 115. And then an uh, OV goal at minus 120.
1: All right, that all sounds good. I also realize we normally do consensus plays after our lock dogs and totals. I'm sorry, boy. <laughs> what the fuck You're good. is wrong with you right now? Uh, either way, Brian, 46 and 39. On the on the on the year, he's up 4.26 units. Joel's in second place. He is 44 and 41, uh, up 1.85 units. Nice bounce back week for jolie there on that last show. He's gonna come up banging. Myself, 42 and 43. I'm negative, down 3.57 units. This has got to change though, baby. We're gonna kill it this week, boys. Brian, you at three and zero. Kick us off here.
0: My back's hurting here from carrying you guys, not just from my scoliosis. Uh, My my lock here is the wild minus 180 at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I hammered it at minus 157. I'll still take it at minus 180, Joel. Bet that right now. A few units there. Blue Jackets are awful. Wild are making a playoff push. Uh, My dog, tough to find a dog on this slate, but I I like the Sabres at plus 190 at the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think that's a a good price for them. Uh, Should be a closer game than that. And then my total, I don't like having the same lock in total. I I realize that now, but I have the Wild and Blue Jackets under six at minus 115. I'm seeing a a low-scoring Wild game with uh, the Blue Jackets not having too much offense.
2: For myself, we're going on with the Capitals in regulation uh, against the Ducks. Dead, dead bump. Rest in peace, Mikhail Ovechkin. (laughs) That's uh, minus 160. My dog will be the, the Sharks, funny line, plus 120. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time I picked the Sharks in the last uh, couple months. Uh, they're at home to the Predators. I don't see the Predators uh, being worthy of minus 140, and then et cetera, et cetera. I already explained all this shit. And same with the total Predators, Sharks, over six, minus 115. I think we, we see a bunch of goals this one with Eric Carlson in the game, Sharks goaltenders in the game, and uh, Asaros, who is not himself.
1: Boys, I literally changed all three of my picks during the show. So, I
2: don't know how this is going
1: <laughs> to go here. I literally said at the beginning, that's what
2: screwed yeah, me. You got, you yeah, you got burned by that.
1: I know, I know. but You're you know, just in for a,
2: spitting in the face of the hockey gods.
1: I am, I am. I'm in for a penny, in for. but you know what? They've been spitting in the face of me for 28 years as a Leaf fan, baby. So, fuck them. Uh, with that being said, for my luck, give me the Boston Bruins Moneyline minus 165 versus Seattle. Uh, they're the Bruins, bro. They're the best team in the world right now. So come on, I'll take that any day. Uh, for my dog, Edmonton Oilers in regulation against Pittsburgh at plus one thirty. This game is a pick'em on the money line at minus one ten. You know what? I like the Oilers here. You know, Pittsburgh. Joel brought up a good point. You know, Sidney Crosby playing against McDavid. Yeah, this guy's gonna come to shine, but. I don't know. I like the Oilers here. Give me Edmonton plus 130 uh, in regulation for my dog. And then total LA Kings, New Jersey Devils under six and a half uh, minus 155. We haven't busted out the goalie game siren a lot of this year, but you know what? Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of goalie games. I got a feeling we're going to see Phoenix Copley and Vitek Vanacek just score on being absolute freaking studs in this game. So the under six and a half and minus 15 is very enticing to me here. Uh, okay. Consensus plays. We already went through. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's my bad here. Uh, I don't know, boys, got anything else or what?
0: We, ha- we have a review to read that I-, that I showed you guys earlier. I put out there in the Discord. It is from our uh, a good friend, Erock29, two stars. Explicit is an understatement. One guy used an F-bomb practically every other word, NSFW, or around kids. I've been told I curse a lot, but his use of the word was even excessive to me.
1: Way to go,
2: Joel.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I've been pretty tame this goddamn show, but if you're going to bitch about us swearing and you're saying that this show is not safe for viewing around kids, it's a goddamn gambling podcast, okay? <laughs> you should be listening around fucking kids anyways. You and your kid are a bunch of pussies.
0: Yeah, and that's why we need you cowards that actually enjoy the show to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts search for it, or go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify, you can give us a five-star rating, sg.pn slash hockey Yes, and then just uh, let your know, let us know your thoughts on Twitter at hockey sgpn or in the Discord. Always love having new faces in there. sg.pn slash Discord.
1: We do appreciate the reviews, though, because this mm-hmm. is stuff that we can work on. It's constructive yeah. criticism, right? So that's okay. Just let us know. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, oh, you know, am going all right, everybody, <laughs> everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast every website. That's the place to be. Tons of awesome stuff going on, dude. Like NASCAR is popping. I can't stress enough. I don't pop the tires. That NASCAR gambling podcast is absolutely sick, dude. Listen to that. Even if you're not a fan of NASCAR, there's some definitely some sick intel and there's some fun bets you can play. Uh, and just watch the race it's a good time man. tons of other good stuff going on we got golf kind of a shitty tournament going on this weekend but hey you got any bets you got any bets for golf i got a couple guys yeah let me take it a little quick look. i think only have four guys here let me pull this up real quickly uh while i'm doing that i will recommend you know we got march madness right around the corner nba is coming up or is playing nba playoffs right around the corner as well nhl's kicking ass formula one's ready to go okay my bets Sanjay M regular or just to win the two. These are all over it. So Sanjay M mm-hmm. uh, Shane Lowry, I love the Irishman. You got to go with him. He's got a bit of a barrel, so I appreciate it. Um, I like Matt Coocher, Cooch is always a beauty. And you know what? Got to go with the Canadian baby. Adam Svensson. I love it. Plus 3000. There's definitely some value to be had there. So you never know. I am on those four guys for sure. All right. Uh, uh,
0: unnamed sports book gave me a two odds boosts for this one. So I, I'm on both of those uh, first two guys.
2: Okay, you know that's what really, my bet is my big bet of the weekend is let's hear it sanjay m lowry wise billy horschel spenson mccarthy i got the field against all those guys
1: oh so minus
2: 350 against all those <laughs> fucking guys so you guys are going against <laughs> <Absolutely>. me <laughs> and i also got a couple like random 201s whatever because it's the honda you know it's gonna be somebody random i think winning this shit
1: <laughs> now I should say too Since we're going full-blown heel And apparently all the kids hate me <laughs> And all the kids' dads hate me There's also the first live event of the year, baby I love Cam Smith to come out the island. I kind of like Brooks Koepka here, bro, too And my boy, Mr. Long Dong hitting Bombs Bryson Deschambeau, Let's go on all those three And you know what? Throw in Dustin Johnson in the mix And you know who I'll take as well? Give me Louis oosh I'm in for all those five on the live event this weekend too. So that, I believe that tees off uh, Saturday or Friday. Yo. I think that tees off.
2: Joakim Yo- Neiman is in the live now.
1: Yeah, Joachim Nieman's in there. There's a. All it seems like all the kind of like non North American players just yeah, said a yeah. Of, let's a lot of go. South Americans there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's some good Pro. talent. Pereira's in there. There's a couple good, good names, man. So, uh, huh. yeah, keep an eye out for that, too. And there's, I feel like that's going to be some easy money, man. So any of those guys, including Walking Demon the Julie brought up, too, uh, if you just put a bet on them, you should win that tournament. Um, Watch, it's going to be some random fucking guy from Sweden we've never heard of before. But hey, that'll happen, too. Uh Bryson
2: uh, right, Spry- is 45 to 1. Oh, man. yeah, He's, like, he's cool. following. following exactly. from grace.
1: But you know what? Like He just crushes bombs. Do you follow him on Insta? He's actually such a sick follower. Uh, okay shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord Uh, if Bryson Deschambeau is uh, sneaking somewhere in our discord uh, then yeah I got a feeling that Bayesian Wings is actually just Bryson DeChambeau in disguise here (laughs) he's been in there he's an OG he's a big hockey guy Uh, but shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord lots of uh, familiar faces lots of new faces too if you're not in the discord you're not making money damn it and you're missing out on the goddamn good time so shout out to all of our pals in the discord cost you nothing dude just get in you know have some fun uh, lay into us we'll, we'll probably trip you back but that's all part of it so just have a good time baby show us your bets win some money and uh, put a smile on
0: yeah we're not arrogant we're just trying to have a good time busting balls there in the discord
1: we're a little arrogant I
0: mean sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself yeah 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 alright my name is Talon Jenkins you can find me on twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94
2: I am Ryan Gilbert
0: you can follow me on twitter at rgilbertsop
2: Joel Mine. You'll find me looking for alcohol-free substitutes for, I don't know, whiskey. Is there such a thing? Uh, Is there (laughs) non-alcohol whiskey? I don't know if that's possible, but uh, if there is, I'll find it and I'll hate it, and uh, I'll go back to fucking Gatorade here.
1: You know what it's (laughs) called? It's called watching Brooks Henderson win the LGPA tournament this week, baby. That'll get you drunk. That's all you need. Alright, guys. Peace.